quack, 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 quack. Welcome back to D5 The Mighty Ducks, the show where we look back at the 1994 Disney hockey sequel, D2 The Mighty Ducks, five minutes at a time. That's the first time I've said that. I'm Blake. Let me bring on my co-hosts from the All Amount Not Disney podcast, Brian Ripper. Brian, hi. Hey, what's up, Blake? It's it's great to be here with you again. I, I'm actually surprised that you invited me back after uh, <laughs> a, a, after my first appearance on the on the season one. I guess is it, of the, the the regular the the first the original the OG yes. Mighty Ducks. Yes, <laughs> the first season. Well, we we become friends since then, so it's different. We're actually friends now, so it works out nicely. I know you can get a you can get get away with a lot more when you're friends i i like yes. that <laughs> well, i also when i sent you it and you said you wanted the opening and that makes sense there's not a whole lot going on here like hockey wise but it's mostly disney talk <laughs> so it works out nicely <laughs> well you know well you know the the reason why i wanted the first five minutes is because i love a good flashback and all these movies seem to start <laughs> with flashbacks it does too like a, like most of this is the flashback most of the first five minutes is flashback that is pretty funny. Yeah, I so, know. What What is it? That seems to be the, the formula for the Mighty Ducks. All I don't three know. of these movies start with Flash. The third movie flashes back to the first movie. So, <laughs> that's, 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 that's the first <laughs> So Well, it's great because movie. there's like... There's, well, and there's, you know, and I don't want to get too far ahead of us here, but um, it's interesting because there's like, it, it, it actually starts with two flashbacks, yes. and one of the flashbacks kind of just tells us what's happened since the last movie. So exactly. it, they, they really kind of wrapped up whatever that time frame was in about like 30 seconds. It really does. <laughs> we, we, I, okay, I'm just going to break the, the fourth wall here. I recorded the next week's episode already, and we were talking about how in those five minutes, they wrote out characters in one sentence in like three minutes from the first movie <laughs> they wrote him out in a sentence yeah <laughs> same thing happens here they write out stuff at the end of the last movie here in the opening credits but we'll get to all that in it's a minute. very succinct yes we'll get to all that in a minute but we all, of course start off with the classic walt disney pictures logo which i love the classic logo i said that last season and i'll say it again here it just brings back so many memories you know yeah, you know, well, especially like the state of the state of the the Disney company right now, where it's it, it's hard to keep up with all the different logos. You know, it's like it, it's like everything's changing so much, and they have all these different logos now. And 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 even you know, we we were talking about this on 
on my show recently when I was doing our 2019 uh, year in review, which we call an ear in review. Yes. Uh, it, it, you know, and we were talking about several of the, you know, we're talking about the, you know, uh, the Hollywood Studios logo, how that changed last year, and then like the, the even the Mickey, like the Fab Five characters have all changed so dramatically. Yeah. And then now you've got, now you have these new movie uh, these new movie openings, which I actually really, really like the new movie openings, like with the where, where the train kind of comes in and it kind of pans out and yes, and you've got like the that. river flowing underneath the castle. I really, really enjoy it. And you know what I really and I, I know I'm getting off off topics from Mighty Ducks here, but fine. you know what I really and I I love when they do the these specially themed intros where like uh, if you remember from like uh, Incredibles 2 mm-hmm. how they made the the castle and they like they actually hid the uh, the uh, the Incredibles logo in the castle and the whole background was red like the Incredibles and everything it it was just it, I, I like it when they do cool stuff like that but it was nice to kind of see the the uh, you know the I'll, I'll harken back to the OG again <laughs> yeah the original on VHS blue blue background like it's so nice to see it again once in a while you know um we're, yeah we're, we're not gonna get into all the production like stuff i did it all last season and none of it's changed so i'm not gonna get into all that but i did want to look up other disney movies that came out at this time so i got a list of the movies that came out around this time and unlike now where it was like 50s movies coming out under disney um there's not that many so <laughs> this came out march 25th 1994 um, and at this time, they were only releasing a movie a month. So it's very easy. <laughs> um, January 14th, they released Iron Will. I don't remember that movie. Do you? Oh, I remember. I remember. I, I never saw it, but I okay. do remember Iron Will. Who was it that was Who was it that was in that? What guy was it? Let me look it up real Who fast. Who was the star? I didn't look up the detail. I more looked was it, it up J- James? Uh, was it James London? I know I'm probably wrong. I'm looking up right Who now. Who was it? Okay, right in front of me. It is uh, Mackenzie Austin. Okay, not even close. Nope. <laughs> yeah, Mackenzie Austin. But I, I do, rem- I do remember go. the movie. Yeah, and then February Kevin 11th, yeah. oh. was Blank Check. That one I remember. <laughs> that, was a, that, was, that was a kid's dream movie. I remember oh, that. That was awful. Yes, um, it was bad. Looking yeah, back, it's I remember movie, that. Looking back. Um, April 15th, 1994, after this, was um, White Fang 2, Myth of the White Wolf. Because, of course, oh, White wow. Fang did so well, we have a sequel. <laughs> did they just use the same the same dog from Iron Will? For, for that? <laughs> well, he, he, he worked for scale. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, they get better, though, because June 15, 1994, my all-time favorite anime movie, The Lion King, comes out. All-time favorite. Love it, love it, love oh, it. Oh, yes, of course, yes. They they did, you know, that made up for the entire year. It really, really. did. An entire year of bad, in fact, I guess I should probably put it this way. The the Lion King paid, probably paid for an entire year's worth of bad movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, then the final one I had to bring up because I thought it was funny because it's sports related. In, in July 15th, one month later, with Angels in the Outfield. That came out the same year as Mighty Ducks 2. So go ahead. <laughs> you go. I, I actually like that one. I like that movie too. I actually like that movie. That's a cute movie. That's one that you go back to and be like, oh, that's a good concept. I like that concept. It's totally unbelievable, yeah. but I, I like the concept. Um, 
I, I, Emilio Estevez is the first name that comes up before we even get to the name of the movie. Emilio Estevez is name on the screen already. Just to make sure he's here, guys. Don't worry, he's in this movie. <laughs> Otherwise, why would you be watching the movie? I, mean... I know. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, by the way, just so people know, The Mighty Ducks was not meant to be a trilogy. We talked about this actually on your show when I came out to talk about The Mighty Ducks. But the first movie made five times its budget. <laughs> it's a lot for a kid's, a kid's sports movie. Wow. So, of course, we've got to come back for the sequel. And here we are. Um, do you remember when the sequel came out? I, I don't remember it being as big of a deal as it wow. is in my own head. Like, I don't remember at all. Brian? Brian? Oh, I'm sorry. You you start cutting out. Again. Well, there you Can are. you hear me? There you are. No, I said, Hello? do you remember when the movie came out? Well, I don't remember. Sorry, it you, you started cutting out again. It's okay. Let me just, I'll, I'll start edit point. All right. Do you remember when this movie came out? Because I don't remember it being as big of a deal as it was in my own head. Like, <laughs> I don't remember. Do you remember it being a big deal when this movie came out? You know, you know I... <sighs> I was thinking about this actually. I was actually just thinking about this. I was trying to remember, and, and you know, I was looking at the year, and you know, and I I seem to remember when this when this movie came out, and I seem to remember going like you know, and, and I was I don't know about you. I'm gonna show my age here a little bit, but I was 14 at the time when this film came out, and uh, so you know, I remember going like, oh, cool, they're making they're making a sequel, and uh, but. It's interesting because I, I mean I was I was pretty young at that point so like and and almost almost at a point where like I'm barely paying attention to movies and so I you know I don't know I I, I guess I do remember when it came out I don't remember if it was a big deal or if it was just a big deal to me exactly uh, but That's I do remember the the original film being I re yeah I remember the original movie being being successful obviously successful enough to do a sequel from um, but I. I I do remember by the time they got to the third one, I do remember kind of going, really? They're making a third one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll talk about the third one and my hype into that when we get to that next season. But I, I'm only about two years younger than you. So when we put it that way, it okay. really isn't that bad. You know? So it's one of those where I remember it being it coming out, and I'm also, at the time this movie came out was when I really became a hockey fan. So it's like... Okay, cool. This is going to be exciting, and I get to see this movie. I know I saw it in theaters because my best friend wanted to see it. So my dad took us to see it in the theater. That I remember. And it was fun. It was just fun to be there for it. I remember they hyped it a lot on the Disney Channel because <laughs> that's a thing you do. Mm. And that was cool. Well, I would get into the flashbacks, as you so eloquently love talking about. And what I laughed about when the movie started, we get to the uh, another young Gordon flashback. Like, we didn't have enough of these in the first movie. <laughs> I, I, they mysteriously find another I young know. Gordon I flashback know. with a new line, <laughs> with a new quote that's not in the first movie. I want you to remember this pun. No matter how far you go, don't forget your home. Okay, sure. Let's go with that. Well, you know, and well, and and that's when I when I heard that I was when I heard that I was like, okay. And there, you, you know, how like in in high school and college, and they're teaching you how to write, uh, you know, term papers and things like 
that, and you always you always start off with like you know the the uh, the, the introduction to your paper always has uh, the thesis or the right. you know what what the entire paper is going to be about, and it's like okay, that there it is. <laughs> it's like you know before the movie even starts, I'm like okay, it's going to have something to do with him coming back home or finding his place back home or you know something. Uh, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> because you know it was pretty it was pretty obvious <laughs> yeah it is funny now looking back in hindsight like oh i i wonder what we're setting up like <laughs> um wait, before we before we even get more into this i forgot there was one thing i wanted to vent about when we came on we talked about this off air i have to bring this up here when i when i was setting up this movie i'm gonna take a movie behind the scenes of this movie. I, I said to myself, I'm going to put the spreadsheet together. This is about three months before we're going to record. I'm going to set the spreadsheet up. I'm going to send it to everybody. Disney Plus is launching in about a month from when I asked everyone to be on this, this show. So I'm like, cool. Disney Plus will be here. D2 will be on Disney Plus. And everyone can just watch it on Disney Plus. That did not Except go as can. planned. <laughs> that did not go as planned as I discovered the day Disney Plus launched. And I went to put this movie on and I clicked on the Mighty Ducks and the first thing that came up with the animated show, which by the way is on Disney Plus, and I am looking forward to covering the pilot of that in a hiatus episode after this season. But that's a different story. But I go to watch the Mighty Ducks and it says the Mighty Ducks coming to Disney Plus July first, twenty twenty. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. So then I go to D2 and D3. January 1st, 2021. I'm like, oh, come on, Disney. What are you doing to me here? 2021. Yes. Yes. I will say, this will make it very easy for D3 next year. But not the point. <laughs> well, that that's good. Not the point. Not the point. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, so... so you know that that was really interesting because I knew that you know as being someone who has followed obviously being a Disney fan the whole Disney Plus thing and and I I was someone who had Disney Plus myself I knew that there were films that were not currently available on Disney Plus and I knew that the reason being were was because you know Disney had uh, existing uh, contractual obligations with other companies. So before they ever decided to launch Disney Plus, they had basically, whether it be with uh, Netflix or Hulu or Apple or, or whoever, they had basically signed agreements to say, okay, we're going to license this this title out to you uh, for you know x amount of time, you know, and uh, and then it, it, those would just be renewed over time. And then here comes Disney, and they decide to launch their own streaming video service. Uh, and so they say, okay, well, that's great. We're going to have all of our content on our own service. However, they can't just null and void all those existing contracts. Right. And there's there's some exclusivity with those contracts as well. So I knew that there were certain films, and but I, I just was under the impression that they were the newer films, like the newer films that had just come out on DVD or, you know, or within the last year or so. Um, so when I, as I was going to prep for this and to watch this film again, uh, I opened up my Disney Plus account and I <laughs> did a search for D2 Mighty Ducks and I was like, "This can't be right." I mean, come on, this film's old. And then I, and I, you know, and I was like, "Okay, okay, it, it's probably going to come out." You know, they're probably just waiting for whatever contract, and it'll be out in, in a month or two. No, 2021. Like they oh. really. 
uh, they they really mortgaged this thing out for, for a long time whenever they did it. Yeah, I know. Uh, so, the Ducks, uh, but, I talked about this last season. The Mighty Ducks, the original one, had a contract, ironically, with the NHL Network. Because they aired that show, that they aired the Mighty Ducks on the NHL Network during the off-season all the time. But I've never seen the sequels anywhere. So I have no idea who they licensed these movies out to. Like, I have zero clue. Well, I can it. tell you that one of the companies that they – I can tell you for sure that they license it out to YouTube because uh, I simply just went on to YouTube and I was able to rent it for two ninety nine. dollars ah, uh, okay. So, <laughs> You're not the only one, so uh, yeah, YouTube is one of the companies. Thing. I have another guest that did the exact same thing. So okay. You guys are better than me for that, by the way. I will say that. I praise <laughs> my guest for this season for that one. So – um, that's that. I just wanted to get that out of my system because that was a thing that happened right before we came on the air. We talked about it, so I had to bring it up. So, okay, back to the movie. Back to the movie at hand. Um, we cut to um, Gordon playing in minor league hockey. And if Edward remembers the end of the last movie, he was getting on a bus to go do a tryout. That's great. Awesome. It makes no sense, but sure, let's do that. Well, we cut now, or a year later, and he's playing for the, um, where are they, the, um, the Minnehaha Waves, which I was sure was going to be a fictional team, and it was. But there is a Minnehaha so, in Minnesota, so is that what the, by the way. Oh, I was going to say, so is that what the M stands for? Because I was looking at the jersey and going, like, I don't understand. They're the Waves. Why is there a giant M on his, yeah, <laughs> on the, his shirt? The and I'm like, they, they got the W upside down. Yeah, they say Minnehaha in the commentary. I'm like, that cannot be real. So I pulled up the script, and it is saying Minnehaha in the script. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, cool. So I look it up. There is a Minnehaha in Minnesota. That is a real city. That's a real place. And they are, they had a team back in the 80s. So, obviously, they got the rights to use the logo here for this. So, there you go. That happened. Um, the, mini, the mini haha waves. Sure. Let's go with it. So, he is 29 years old playing in the minors. That is so not a thing at all. That is not a real thing. The, the, for those who don't know, if you're in the minors, see, I'm not a hockey fan, so I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'll explain. the The minors are usually because I go to minor hockey games all the time here in Milwaukee, and the minor league hockey games, the the players are kids. They're literally 18 to 21 years old. They are if they're older than that, there's a reason they're still on this team. It's either they're a franchise player, say in Milwaukee, or Nashville just doesn't want them. Like, that's the only reason they'd be in the minors at this age. There's zero reason for that. Well, that well that explains why he got hurt so easy. Yes. <laughs> so he should not be here. He should not be here. So uh, he's 29 years old in the minors. That's ridiculous on his own right. Um, but he's wearing number 66, which I thought was interesting because I literally know one hockey player in history that wears 66. And that is the legendary Mario Lemieux. Legend at the time. Hall of Famer, legend, now the owner of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Got the Pittsburgh Penguins out of bankruptcy problems by buying the team with his own money. True story. So, I was wondering, why would he be wearing 66? That doesn't make any sense. Lemieux wasn't retired at this time. Well, I looked it up, and this lines up perfectly. Mario Lemieux was diagnosed with Heisken lymphoma in January 1993. 
So I would guess, at the time they were filming this movie, they decided to do a tribute to Mario Lemieux in this jersey. That's the only thing I can think of at the time. Interesting. So, yeah, he, he did continue to play, though, for like another six years, despite this diagnosis. He missed two bunch of hockey, came back late again. Like, a new story is something special. But that they can make a movie out of his life story, and people would see it. That's how special it is. But... That's 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 why I think he's wearing 56. So that's a big deal there. You're right about the the injury is weird. But we'll get to the injury. He scores a goal, which hysterical that he can get an unassisted goal off a faceoff. That is not a thing. That is not a thing. Even in this movie, that's weird. Like we have some weird goals later on in this movie, and this is yeah, weird to me. yeah, and and see, and I, and and I'm the one who knows nothing about hockey, so I'm like, okay, I'll go with it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I do love the jumping between this and his old self doing the exact same move. That's cool. That I think that's really cute, and I like that. But then we have the hit that actually injures him. And it doesn't look like much, but as someone that does watch this sport on the regular, this it just does happen. Like injuries like this, weird injuries like this happen all the time. Whether it be in hockey or in football or in wrestling, as I watch all the time, like weird injuries happen all the time. So a double team move into the boards like this would cause an injury like that. <laughs> but that that hurts. That would really uh, yeah, okay. hurt to watch it. So. The um the commentary team saying though he's this close to making it to the NHL. Okay, it's been a year since we last saw him. It, it obviously it's the I think they said it's the summertime when we get to John in a minute. So what when the hell do they play this game? Like when do they play this? They don't play hockey in the summer, so I have no idea when they play this hockey game. Like maybe <laughs> April or May at the most. Uh, <laughs> it makes no sense. Uh, I don't. I don't think they're counting on people, you know, like paying attention to the timeline here, you know, because because at this point, I mean, we're in the second flashback. Who knows what season we're in now? <laughs> very, true. very very true. But yeah, that hit happens. I I only say this because I've seen weirder injuries than this. In um, my favorite injury of all time was in the wrestling world. There's a there's a wrestler called named Randy Orton. People know him as Mr. RKO. He sets up his finishing room by pounding the mat with his fists and he actually threw out his shoulders doing that. <laughs> that happened. And I watched it on pay per view. I was like, did I just see that? Uh, oh, <laughs> just my see that? So oh my goodness. Oh my goodness gracious. Wow. Um so we cut to the we cut to a bus stop arriving in Minneapolis. I did look up this bus. It's not a it's it's not a real bus. It's a real Greyhound, but not a real line. I had to look it up. That's things I do. I have to do. <laughs> um, I did like the song. The song fit really well for this sequence. Um, did you know the song when you went into this? Why 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 they why they used it actually? Um. No, no. I'm I'm trying to think. I'm trying to remember what the song was. It's um, this too will pass by Peter um, Himmelman, and it's actually based. It's off his album in 1991. But I also found out he's Minnesota based, so they're using a local artist with a song that fits the scene while we're still in Minnesota, because we won't be in Minnesota for much of this movie. So oh, I, interesting. I like okay, yeah. you, you know what? What I think is. What I think is interesting about this scene is as he gets 
gets off the bus, you know, and, and you know, I, I, the first thing I'm trying to think of is like, okay, is is this right after the match? Is this like the bus home from the game? Is he like, is he already on a cane, like right after receiving that injury, or what's going on? So it, it, it again, going back to all the flashbacks, it took me a while to try to get my head around. Okay, where are we at in this time frame? <laughs> yeah, the timeline's weird because we're talking. If it was okay, at the latest, it was April. Okay, I'm just going to throw April out, end of the season, he gets hurt, and the season's over, and then he has to go into, like, rehab to get his knee back up and running. And maybe a month or two passes, so maybe it is the summertime. That does make sense. I mean, if you're thinking of a legit knee injury, so maybe two months have passed time. So this is his bus home after dealing with, like, knee surgery. So that might, that makes sense, I guess. I mean, it makes as much sense as anything else. It's definitely the the one thing the one thing that I I did notice and did one thing that I took away from it. It's definitely not uh, it's definitely not winter time or anything. And but and I, and I say that because my first thought was is like okay this is this is uh, Minnesota you know he's he's arriving home in Minnesota and it's raining and but and I'm just thinking like oh my gosh he's got to be freezing cold out there in the pouring down rain because that's what i think of when i think minnesota it doesn't matter what time of year i just think of freezing cold but uh all he's wearing is a light jacket so it's definitely one of the warmer months well i will say as someone who's where we felt we're recording this in the winter time and i'm in wisconsin it was just 50 degrees out and i was outside in just a long sleeve shirt so think about it that way so <laughs> no jacket wow no that, nothing. Hey, hey, long sleeve shirt, hey you so. know that <laughs> That, that's that's pretty good. You would fit right in down here in Florida, then. There you go. So that's he gets up. He he has a cane, which is it's perfect. I like that. The one thing I noted, I had to note this because I'm this guy. He's wearing a Minnesota North Stars hat, and that that doesn't really mean much to people nowadays because nowadays everyone knows the Dallas Stars. That's a team. And ironically, this came up during the Winter Classic, which I'm so glad they brought this up on the Winter Classic. When the Dallas Stars win the Classic, because Dallas started in Minnesota, their original team was in Minnesota, the Minnesota North Stars. Um, they actually made the Stanley Cup Finals against the Pittsburgh Penguins, back to Mary Lemieux. So it all ties together nicely. Um, they they actually faced the Pittsburgh Penguins in the finals, but they their their owner moved them out of Minnesota and moved them to Dallas um, in the after the '93 season. So it almost it's perfect timing for the year this movie comes out that he's still be wearing a North Hearts hat because a lot of people in Minnesota were, did not follow them to Dallas because they were pissed that they moved. So, so that works out. Um, see and see and I I, I I was trying to I was trying to look at his hat I was trying to see if it was uh, you know maybe a, an old Mighty Ducks hat or something like that. And um, again, knowing nothing about hockey, I was yes. like, okay, I have no idea what that is. Well, you'll like this story. <laughs> I found this story. I did not know this until today, so you'll like this one. It ties in with the Mighty Ducks. I like this one. Um, Norm Green, the owner of the Minnesota North Stars, they actually wanted to move the team to Los Angeles originally. And they wanted to play at the Arrowhead Pond. Well, by the time this happened, Disney had already made plans for the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. So they could not move to L.A. They ended up moving to Dallas instead because Disney made their own hockey team. 
So, so, so maybe maybe that was a consolation prize as having their hat in one of their movies. There you go. It, it's it's nicely tied together. It's weird how that all ties together, you know. <laughs> I I was amused by that story. I'm like, I never knew that. That's pretty cool. How the Ministry of North Korea could have been the Los Angeles Stars at one time <laughs> if Disney decided did not decide to get into the hockey business. So <laughs> <laughs> interesting. That's cool. Yeah, a little little story I found. Um. Like you said, though, it, it's pouring rain out. It, I, I like the fact that it's raining with the song in the background. It actually fits really well with the attitude and the mood that we've been set in for the first five minutes of this. The river flows like the east wind blows. You're gonna find your situation changing for the better. Like the mountain snow Has let your trouble go Cause you and I will get through this together Some days seem to drag on forever You need all your strength Just to keep your head together Soon you'll see Things are gonna get better in life. This too will You know, it's a nice mood. It's different from what we're gonna be having for the rest of this movie. So, <laughs> um, and I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm, and you know, maybe you know, setting up, you know, for the rest of the film, it, it works out better. But like, I'm, you know, I'm watching this as you know as a viewer watching the very first five minutes of the film and i'm going like okay what's going on where is he coming home from like what you know like <laughs> you know it, it, i think there's a lot of a lot of different explaining to do and it, which which kind of gets set up you know throughout the rest of the of the film but you know right off the bat i'm a little confused you know again like i said i'm i'm wondering like okay is this him returning home from the hockey game were they on the road and i'm like okay well no because there's only one other person that gets off the bus with him so it's not like a whole team uh you know and i you know, so it's it's kind of an interesting scene that it really kind of sets everything up and then he's got you know someone who picks him up you know, just just like, hey, you know, like I, I, I don't know, did they plan that ahead of time or was he just driving down the road? It's like, hey, Gordon Bombay, <laughs> get in, <laughs> get in. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That is funny. <laughs> That's a very funny way. And you know, I happen to know if, you. I just happen to know if you. they did set it up ahead of time. Why was well, if they did set it up ahead of time, I mean, I'd be like, I mean, I, exactly. I was gonna be like, dude, you're late, and I'm soaking wet. Like you should have been <laughs> waiting for me. <laughs> you, you just happened to pull up after the bus left for like five minutes. You're so you're gonna make me stand here in the rain and wait for you. <laughs> oh man, that is funny. That is very funny. Exactly. Um, he does get picked up by the the guy who looks very similar like Hans from the first movie, but it is not Hans, as we get into in our next five minutes. The 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 replaced person in this movie. Um, I, I will I will say this right now: the hilarity of how they wrote out Hans out of this movie we talk about in the next episode. But it's really funny how they wrote him out because it's like, okay, we're writing out one of the characters from the last movie. We don't know why we're writing him out, but we are. <laughs> That we're doing now. This whole movie feels like we're just going to kind of like ignore that some of the characters in the last movie existed. 
it's all one bad con contractual uh, negotiation, you know? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Uh, um, I know me and you actually sat down back on your show, I think right before season one, like during the beginning of season one, where we were discussing how Disney bought made the Ducks into a hockey franchise and all the crazy stuff that go down there. From from the Disney perspective on your end, not the hockey perspective, from the Disney's perspective, what did you think yeah. of the Ducks? Like from your end? From from the the the, the real life ducks? Yes, the real life ducks from your perspective. Because you're on the Disney end. You talk yeah, to you know, all the time. Well, well, you know, it, well, what was interesting about doing that segment with you is because, you know, it, and, you know, from a Disney perspective and being a Disney fan, and obviously I grew up, uh, you know, really being uh, one of the, the main target demographics for the films, you know, the, the Mighty Duck series. And, um, you know, so I remember, I, you know, I remember seeing the Mighty Ducks films, I remember knowing all about the Mighty Ducks, and then, uh, you know, somewhere along the way, in that age, I, I wouldn't say I was a quote-unquote Disney fan, at least not to the extent that I am now. I mean, I, I love Disney films. Uh, to some extent, I knew that I wanted to be a, you know, I, um, you know, I was, I was uh, really into the music of uh, Aladdin and then The Lion King and Little Mermaid. So to, to some extent, I had this, uh, this uh, pike dream of becoming a, a, a composer and writing music for Disney films. So I guess to some extent I was a fan, but maybe not to the to the extent that I am now, where I kind of knew all, all the happenings of everything that was going on with Disney. So I remember hearing about the Mighty Duck, or you know, the Mighty Ducks hockey team, or the Anaheim Ducks, or whatever you want to call them the now. The Mighty Ducks uh, of Anaheim at the time. The, the Mighty, Mighty Ducks, Ducks of Anaheim. Yeah. Which is so ridiculous I, to me to this day. I still don't understand I, why they did that to this day. <laughs> Well, you know, and I remember hearing about that, and I remember going like, "Oh, that's cool!" Like they, you know, they named a hockey team after the movie, uh, you know, and so you know, I thought that was kind of cool. But again, you know, I, I, you know, I grew up in Florida. I know that's no excuse because evidently, I, I'm told there are what? What did you say? There's two. Is two it two NHL really good hockey teams? Two, one of two them NHL won a Cup in the last like ten years. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have have no idea what 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 are their. I, I don't even know their names the really. Panthers, Tampa, Tampa is it Tampa Bay, Bay Lightning? Lightning? Is that yes. it? Okay. Yeah. Well, that that one I could have told you. The Florida Panthers, I could not have told you though. The Florida Panthers. Uh, but... Florida Panthers. <laughs> little known story. I don't know if I told this last season. I'll tell it here. The Florida Panthers. I'll never forget this. They 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 had this Cinderella run to the Stanley Cup Finals in 1996. Never forget it because true story. They found a rat in their locker room, <laughs> and they put it in their locker for good luck. This became a news story. Ooh. This became a news story. Was it a, Wait, me, is this like, a live rat or a dead a, rat in the locker? Rat. They found a dead rat. They put it in some Oh. Locker. I know it gets weirder though. It gets weirder. And then the the news picked up on this cuz they started going on this winning streak and you know how superstitious sports people are and they put this in the news. <laughs> well, hockey fans are a different level of superstitious. <laughs> and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, in the middle of this crazy season, this is the year after the NHL lockout, keep in mind. So there's a lot going on behind the scenes. Florida fans, during this big winning streak, every time they started scoring goals, started throwing plastic rats onto the ice. <laughs> oh, wow. And then well, the you know, organization I... caught on to this and started selling them to the fans. 
<laughs> you you know I before you told me what they started throwing out on on the on the hockey uh, on the uh, the ice, I was gonna say I was gonna say like come on a dead rat just just find an old jock strap will you I mean you like everybody what? else Do you know but what I guess the ice in Detroit. Do you know what they throw on the oh, ice in Detroit? Oh I. <laughs> I have no idea. Old jock straps. Octopus. Live <laughs> octopus. Ooh. Live? <laughs> Live octopus. I'm not joking. This is true. Live. Like they're like suction cupping, uh, yes. su- suction cupping across the ice. So no way. I'm not joking. Look, look. The, there, are, there are documentaries done in Detroit about places in Detroit that sell them. They sell them the octopus to sell on the ice. They sell on the ice during games. This is the truth. <laughs> What? Oh my goodness! So, well, you know, I, 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 so I was gonna say, you know, I guess, I guess the, uh, you know, throwing plastic rats on the ice is better than than the fans throwing uh, used jock straps out onto the ice. I guess. Yeah. So. Well, my personal favorite, <laughs> I was at a Devils playoff game one time, and I'll never forget this sight. It was a, it was the first game of the playoffs. I'm I'm, I'm there like hey, they partial season ticket holder, so we're sitting in the same section with everybody. We're having a good time, me and my dad. The Devils score a goal. And then somebody, and it's, I, I couldn't believe this, threw out a stuffed pig head onto the ice. It made no sense. Zero sense why they did this. <laughs> it makes no sense Weird. at all. And I'm watching this. And I'm like, am I seeing a pig head on the ice? <laughs> it makes no sense at Do all. people just take whatever they have laying around the house? <laughs> I need oh something God. to throw. Oh, this will work. <laughs> yeah. That's how, oh, know, the, boy. But I remember the whole thing with the rats in Florida became such a big deal that the, the NHL had to make a rule that you were not allowed to throw stuff on the ice anymore. <laughs> Yeah, we ruined it. But like they made a rule. Detroit. And it's like because Fox started making a oh, joke man. on it and they would time how long it would take to get the rats off the ice. And it became like a five to ten minute delay <laughs> to get the rats off the ice. Like <laughs> God, <so> <laughs> Oh so man. Well, you know, hey, <laughs> That that that's a good reason for someone like me to actually watch hockey, though. You know, <laughs> like so. But anyway, go, going back to the uh, you know what I what I thought of the Ducks, though, yes. is like so. You know, I I knew about the team, and it wasn't until you know, honestly, it wasn't until um, you know not too long ago when you had kind of approached me and said, "Hey, have you ever thought about doing a segment on your show about mm-hmm. about the uh, the Mighty Ducks? Like not not the not the hockey team, but the you know or not the movie." the actual hockey team and so um you know kind of prepping for that show and and having you on and talking you know through with you about that it was really interesting actually really interesting and uh honestly and and this is this is no lie again i i I don't do hockey so i didn't even know maybe i should have known as a disney fan by this point but i didn't even know that disney didn't even own the team anymore We were talking about that at the end of the show. I was like, wow, I learned something. I didn't even know they didn't even own the team anymore. I was like, wow, okay. I I looked it up, by the way. That episode 445, I'll put it in the show notes for people to hear this episode. It was a great episode that we did. Thank you. And that episode also has the audio I sent you from the opening game, the festivities, which might just be the strangest pregame show I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) 
Yes. So, yes. Oh my gosh. That was such a this, it, what, what was it? The 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 Ice Man. The Ice Man. And their and their mascot coming down from the sky and, and dancers like do be our guests. Like it was. So yeah. Uh, oh, I, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. So yeah. So yeah. That's a that, that, yeah. That's a that's an interesting. I might have to go back and listen to that episode. <laughs> oh, that was a fun episode. I, really, I remember how much fun we had. I sent you the audio, and you're laughing as we're going through the pictures and the audio of that. Oh, man. That was a fun time. That was a fun show we did last yeah. time. So, I, I keep saying your show, and we've reached the end of my notes. So, what, what, where can people find you, and what's the show? Your plugs. Go for it. Well, you know, if you if you guys want to hear um, something that's uh, probably a little bit different than what you guys have been listening to for the last thirty minutes or so, uh, <laughs> because you know, I, Blake, and it, I actually got to give a plug for you here because you're actually uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of when this show is going to air. I know you April, put it in the April. notes. I no, I forgot. Okay, April. So so. So go back. I, I don't have an episode yet, but I know that well. You've appeared on on uh, several episodes, but I know we're one thing that we're going to do, and we you know we kind of do different Disney topics on All About the Mouse. And um, one thing that we did last year at the beginning of 2019 was I uh, had you on as well as uh, a couple of uh, my friends who were um, you know who are, uh, appear pretty frequently on the show, um, uh, Bryce and Sarah. Um, we did our 2019 Disney predictions, the things that we wanted to predict that may happen within the Disney company, and there are different things from the parks to the movies, and just all different kinds of things. And um, and uh, it, it, and we we're like, like trying to see, okay, let, let's let's recap next year and find out who got the most, if any, right. And so we are actually doing. We actually doing uh, in the month of January. Uh, well, I, I should say we actually did because right. by the time you guys are listening to this, it's recorded right. and it's up. Go back, yes, go but back. we did. We, yeah, but we did a 2019 recap, but also a 2020 prediction. So we're going to make our 2020 predictions and uh, and uh, Blake. Uh, we'll we'll see how you fare this time I around. I don't think. <laughs> I didn't really do too well, so we'll we'll see how I how I fared coming up this, with this coming year. But yes. um, if if you want to listen to uh, to some you know some Disney stuff, some Disney uh, uh, banter and and nerddom as I call it, because I'm kind of a busy, big Disney geek, but hey, you know that's what it takes to do a Disney podcast, I guess. True. So um, go to uh, you just you do a search on what whoever your podcast aggregator is, iTunes or uh, Google Play Store or you know. Uh, uh, was a podcast addict who is, which yeah. is who I use, but it doesn't matter. Just search for all about the mouse, or you can go to allaboutthemousecentral.com, and uh, it, it's something that, it, really fun that I enjoy doing. Uh, we just did um, uh, also. I, I mentioned this ear in review, so uh, another one of my good. One of my favorite shows of the year. My favorite shows of the year. Yeah, and and <laughs> well, and and I tell you that we go on, and our our short our our shows are normally not that long, um, but uh, we did an ear in review. I myself with Paul Barry from the Window to the Magic podcast. We actually talked all about all the different things that happened in 2019 in the Disney Company and went back. And uh, I don't know, I think we spent, you know, by the time I put in my intro and outro and all this stuff into the episode, it was over six hours long. I'm, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, I, I love that episode so much, my favorite episode of the year. I'm not even joking, I look forward to it every year. <laughs> <sighs> 
Yeah. Um, no, those are those are fun. So you know, definitely, uh, I, I would love to have uh, your listeners, Blake, uh, come by, and 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 I I have to thank you for for plugging the show and and also for inviting me on your show. Oh, it's really cool to I love. I love sitting down and doing a show that's not mine. Uh, I mean, I I love doing my show too. I should. I, no, I no, no. no, no. I feel the exact same way. Anytime I guest on someone else's show, it's like cool. I can just record it and then I can just turn the computer off and go back on my life and, and go to bed or whatever. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel the exact same way. <laughs> um. So, there you go. so, uh, but yeah, no, this is this is fun, and I, I enjoy the chance to get to do this. So let me let me get my plugs in. Of course, you can hear me on the Black and South Show every single Friday. It's and people are hearing this. It is WrestleMania season, so there's a lot of wrestling talk going on over there. So go over there and listen to that. Um, you can also find. Actually, I'm gonna say this: there is a um, list of all my appearances that I've done on your show. And all the podcasts that I do on the com, you click on appearances and all out the list of all the shows I've done are on there. So I, all the shows I've done with you are on there. So you can go there and check all them out in one nice tidy awesome. list. Awesome. Um, and something new that I, I have to plug here, patreon.com slash the Blake and Sal show. You can prom, help the show, support the show. We are, we are now independent. Last season we were on a network. We are no longer on a network. We are independent. So you can help support us and help kind of pay some bills and help them out. Help them out. And you can hear this show completely commercial free over there at patreon.com slash the Blake and Sal show. As long as everything else we do, everything, everything's over there. So check it out. All right. That's it. That is all the plugs. Um, thank you again, Brian, for coming on. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, always. Anytime, man. Anytime you want to have me come on. And uh, I'm always good for the first five minutes of, uh, of a Mighty Ducks <laughs> film. <laughs> well, maybe down the road we can get you on the Biggest South Show also to talk some Disney stuff down the road, too. Who knows? Oh, I would I would love it. So, um, next week here on the show, you, can, you will hear David Kincannon from Pocket He comes on, and I've already recorded that show. It's a fun episode. We had a lot of fun, and he found stuff that I didn't even find in this. So, he... he there was a newspaper article that he actually was able to zoom in and read, which is hysterical. People will enjoy next week's show. So <laughs> I promise you. So that's that. Um, as for me, thank you all for listening to the show as always. And also thank you so much for listening to the interview and the, also the special music special that went up. So I saw the numbers for the interview with um, Averman that I put up and it was one of the no- most downloaded shows I've ever done ever for anything. So thank you everyone for downloading that. That was awesome. <laughs> it was amazing to see. So keep supporting us. I got some stuff up in my sleeve hopefully this season. Thank you all for listening to the show and I'll see you next week. And when everyone says it can't be done, Ducks fly together.